I'm Nathan Kappa, sir. And I'm Craig Lewis. And who is the guy in the Michael Myers mask? Oh, you, you don't know him? That's Michael Myers. <laughs> no, but seriously, who's... who's... who? I didn't know we had a guest today. We, we don't, really. See, there's some things I forgot to tell you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm actually in the Cult of Thorn. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure here. Um, you're adopted. <laughs> I, what? I kind of kept it from you. Yeah. What, turn- you kept it from me? <laughs> we'll see. How did, what did you have to do with me being adopted? <laughs> Haven't you ever wondered how you got that weird birthmark on the side of your hip right next to your butt cheek? No. Do people normally wonder where they get birthmarks? Well, I mean, it is a oddly shaped one it kind of looks like the cult of thorn i mean come on dude come on on air come on on air on air though well yeah like really i mean this see it was all part of a takeover plan uh turns out really you're you're related to this guy back here you're like his uh fourth cousin twice removed on laurie strode's side to michael myers yeah The the real michael myers the actual one the one that's standing right behind me with a knife yes Fun fact, you're also related to Wilford Brimley. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Does that, does that mean I'm going to get diabetes? There is gonna... a high chance of it. Well, there was a high chance of it because uh, you kind of been selected for sacrifice. and. Oh, God, because I'm part of his family, huh? Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's, no. It's, uh, it's that's time. Not, that's no good. I don't want to be killed by Michael Myers. That's like last on my list yeah, of things I wanted to do. Michael Myers is going to kill you. Like, like, uh, like with kindness, maybe? No, just the normal way. <laughs> Dead. Oh, God. I'm not too happy about this. Eh, I don't like know, the way he's silently cocking his head at me and moving towards me. I don't like the way he's plunging a knife into my chest right now. It kind of hurts. <laughs> I don't like the way he's slitting my... Th- well, that was weird, Mike. I, I didn't think you would let him, uh... I figured if you just choked him out, he would be quiet. Okay, well, uh, Nathan's gone. That was easy enough. Hey, Mike, sit down for a second, will you? Uh, we gotta still have a podcast to do here, so. So, uh, have you ever seen the movie Beetlejuice? No? I'll take that as a no? Yeah? Um, so, you might not know this, you were too busy killing people and stuff, but friend of the podcast, pop artist Tommy Lincoln, recently got married. He was in episode four, uh, what we talked about, NBC's community. You could definitely check all his shit out on itommy.net. Uh, he's a freelance artist somewhat, and you, you should be a little more enthused about this, Michael. I mean, this is this is big stuff. I was in the wedding. It was really cool. Dude, you gotta see this present he gave me as the, as the wedding gifts, like issues 0 through 14 of Dark Victory, signed by Tim Sale. Why aren't you excited for me? Like, you just, like, aren't you gonna add anything interesting to this at all? I mean, at least Rob Zombie's Michael Myers grunted and everything. He did say die, too, once, I think. <sighs> 
know what? I really did not think this one through at all. You know, Michael, why don't you just go wait out in the car? I'll uh, I'll be back in a little bit to get you. So, yep. Okay, thank you. Th- thanks for stopping by. Thanks for doing nothing. Killing Nathan and making my job harder. All right, this was a bad idea. How do I get Nathan back here? Okay, let's see. Just looking through all my different spell books here. Ah! I got it. <clears throat> I'm not sure if this is going to work, but, uh... Though I know I should be wary, still I venture someplace scary. Ghostly hauntings I turn loose. Nathan Capacer? Nathan Capacer? Nathan Capacer! Whoa, and now I'm back. Back from the ethereal plane, here in the world of the living, after having been stabbed in the chest repeatedly and having my throat slit. Yeah, sorry about that. That was an oversight. It was very painful, and Sorry. blood was everywhere. It was awful. What, really... did I, what did I miss? Oh, Tommy got married. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Congratulations, Tommy, right? Tommy. That's fucking awesome. Best of luck to you guys. Definitely. Tommy Hope you guys and Amanda are very Lincoln. happy together. Wish you the best from Fairpoint, Scarepoint, and, you know, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> and Secret Room Multimedia. Yeah, Secret Room Multimedia and Craig and Nathan. Yeah, and Michael Myers. I think we should leave him out of that one. <laughs> Probably for the best. Last time we brought him around, he kind of killed you. So I was in the wedding, and you know how everybody gets, like, groomsmen gifts and bridesmaid gifts and stuff like that? Bridesman. Bridesmaid. <laughs> Did I say men? Were you a bridesman? <laughs> Always a bridesman, never a bride. <laughs> if only we were titling these episodes. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, I was so normally get gifts and you know i've been in weddings and if any of the any of you people that i was in your wedding are hearing this no offense but the gifts are usually kind of boring it's usually like you know maybe a mug or a money clip or something with your initials on them or you know uh but these were very personal gifts he gave me issues zero through 14 of the batman dark victory saga signed no by tim sale way dude yeah that's fucking insane. I know. I was so happy. Like, oh, everybody and that's was one jealous of, your fa- of me. You like that better than Long Halloween, I right? do. Like, I do. The, I have, I have, see, the thing is, he asked me. How much me, must that have cost I'm him? not even going to ask. I'm not even going to bother oh, asking. The thing is, he asked me beforehand, like, just randomly. He was like, yo, I'm trying to start reading some more comics. What is your favorite Batman comic series? And I just threw it at him. Uh, I was like, "Sneaky snake." Well, the, the funny thing is, I go. At first, I was like, "This doesn't have anything to do with the wedding presents, does it?" And he goes, "No." I'm like, and I I confronted him about it after. I was like, "You had a lie to my face, didn't you?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." Wow. But it was very I, I, impressive. I, I'd like gift, to Tommy. imagine that he also like hunted down Tim Sale and went on this like <laughs> like, like he personally bought all these first editions off of eBay painstakingly and then tracked down Tim Sale and, <laughs> and forced him, him to, sign to sign them that's fucking cool dude that's like the coolest present ever i can't imagine dude how much it cost him a to get those and b the gas money to track down Tim Sale <laughs> And get him to sign them. Honestly, I think what the only thing that would have topped that was if he would have had 
um, <laughs> me go with him oh, to track down was, Tim Sale. I was about to say, Craig, it's like, you know, if you would have, you know, I don't know, maybe thrown in the first part, the long Halloween 2. It's not like I can read these <laughs> without part one. But, you know, it's cool. I still appreciate it. Thanks. I mean, really, I should have said my favorite one is uh, the first appearance of Batman. <laughs> If I had known where you were going with this, I would have had to get Detective Comics number 27. That's the one. It's on my radar. Signed by Tim Sale. Signed by Tim Sale? He didn't (laughs) didn't draw that. Uh, But anyways, yes, it's awesome. Congratulations, Tommy. Congratulations, Tommy. Let's see what's going on in the news. Marvel is developing four new TV shows and a TV miniseries. Do you know what those are? No. Season premiere of Walking Dead happened, and it broke records. 16.1 million views, which, yeah, more more people viewed this than any other show in history. Including Sunday Night Football? Including Sunday Night Football. But, I mean, come on. To be honest, that was a very shitty game. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Paul Rudd are in talks to play Hank Pym in Edgar Wright's Ant-Man. Let's do my Two-Face theory and just use both of them. (laughs) Instead of changing in size, he just changes from Joseph Gordon-Levitt to Paul Rudd. Worst Check it out, guys. I I have a power. I can turn into Paul Rudd. (laughs) But you're already Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You're already Don Juan or whatever. Equality is reaching new heights. The Portland Trailblazers have become the first NBA team to support marriage equality, which I think is really cool considering a few months ago the first gay man openly came out that play, that's in the NBA. So maybe other teams will follow suit, more people will come out, less people will be afraid to be who they are. Awesome. Joss Whedon's Serenity is getting a sequel in the form of a Dark Horse comic series. Serenity now? No. Serenity now. Serenity. The, you know, Firefly? Yeah, yeah. The TV show that people seem to fucking love, and Serenity was the movie based on it. Oh, Joss Whedon's a great character writer. I don't doubt that it's awesome. I just haven't written it. I mean, I just, I just haven't read it. I just haven't written it. Of course you didn't it. write it. If I, didn't write, if I don't write it, I don't put any faith in it. No. <laughs> uh, it seems like I'm the king of Walking Dead news. It was announced at New York City Comic Con. Because he's the king of Walking Dead news. <laughs> New York City Comic Con happened. Walking Dead panel happened. Abraham, Eugene, Rosalita announced that happened. Awesome. For the yeah, show, I assume real. you mean. Yes, for the show. Well, obviously. They're characters and from the comic, and they're going to be in the show. People that haven't read the comic, again, again, go read the comic. Know these characters, because I'm sure they'll be much better there than in the show. Uh, still lots of hopes for the season, though. A Maleficent movie starring Angelina Jolie in the lead role has been started. That's uh, Maleficent is, of course, the evil... I was just going to say, what's Maleficent? She's the antagonist from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, yes, that's right. The green witch with the pointy head things. And I'm not an Angelina Jolie fan, but you know what? I think that's pretty good casting. Yeah, she's kind of a witch. (laughs) No, I mean, in all seriousness... I think she could. I think she's a good cast for Maleficent. I don't know. I kind of remember Maleficent being somewhat of a paley-faced chick. She was green. I didn't really like Sleeping Beauty. I didn't. No one did. <laughs> That's like nobody's favorite Disney movie. Like, Apo- oh my God, who's your favorite princess? The one that doesn't speak and is only in three minutes of the movie. <laughs> Weird news out of Ohio. 
Mr. Donald Miller Jr. vanished in 1986 after he lost his job and became an alcoholic. He was officially declared dead eight years later. So this would be what, 1994? He just kind of, he showed up. This man turned out to not be dead. He just became a drifter. Wanted to get his driver's license back. So cool. Yeah. It's what, being a drifter or being dead for eight years? Being a drifter. <laughs> How long was I dead for? Uh, about 20 minutes. It wasn't that bad. He wanted to get his license back. He couldn't because he was legally dead. Went to get his uh, name officially changed, and the judge said, uh, your timetable is passed. You can't become undead. You're legally dead <laughs> in, this, in the court of law. You can't become undead. <laughs> Yeah, you can't become alive again, so you might as He's well like, just... like, I am the antidote. <laughs> he has no social security number. He's just kind of there. That's pretty nuts. So he's just dead? He's just legally dead? Yeah, it's just a person who's legally dead, can't change his name, can't get a Can't get a legal number. ID. Now he can't get a job. A real what job. What the fuck? He just has to ID. move to a different state, right? No, this is Supreme Court. Judge. What? What a dick. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, the rules are kind of funny, but uh, them's the breaks, kid. Like, come on, we can make shit up. Come on, this dude's fucked. Let's help him out. Isn't that what the fuck? I don't know. The dude's been drifting for 16 years. Why not just continue? Uh, you do have a point, like, hey, man, you're the one who wanted to be a drifter. Like, Yeah, like, you could have no, taken dude, care fuck of this, that, but man. you decided to let them Things kill change. you off. He that's changed like... his mind, dude. He, there's no reason to, to for the Supreme Court to be like, no. I feel like that's like the dick who, who like, won't take your return just because he has the power not to. <laughs> or, or the guy that's like, uh, yeah, well, don't you see breakfast stop being served at 10.30, and it's 10.31, so... Yeah, like, seriously, dude, you still have hash browns. I see them. You're just going to throw them out. <laughs> no, you're Sell just going to eat me. them for your own lunch, you selfish prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, seriously, dude, help this guy out, man. Let this guy come back to life. You have the power to bring a man back to yeah, life. Yeah, why not? Uh... What if Jesus decided to be resurrected more than three days later? They would say, too late. <laughs> you missed your window. Supreme Court has ruled it so. Exactly, man. Don't dick this person over. There's no reason to dick people over. Moral of the story, don't dick this person over. Speaking of people that got completely dicked over, uh, Jamie Foxx and Oliver Stone are in talks to make a Martin Luther King Jr. biopic. Maybe uh, Terrence Howard might have been a better cast in my eyes, but whatever. Don't you hate it when you're robbing a safe and trying to open it with a blowtorch and then the whole thing just completely explodes, killing you and your buddy? Yeah, I do hate that. Hate it when that happens. Remember the last time that happened, Craig? Let's just make sure that next time, whatever we do, this never happens again. Yeah. Uh, seriously though, like, quick question. Why would you hide fireworks in a safe? Like, you just like, oh, I'm thinking of, you know, you have your, your stocks and bonds and all your money, and then you're like, you know what's important? My fireworks. My <laughs> M80s. I gotta save those for 4th of July. He probably wanted to fuck over a thief. I was thinking that too. Maybe he knew someone was gonna steal his shit. And this is another reason why if you only do petty crimes, don't try stealing a safe. I mean, one of these guys, their only other mark on their record was underage drinking. Speaking of people being hurt by explosions, 58-year-old Michael Pierre seriously injured when he flushed his toilet and it exploded. Poop explosion? I don't know. God, that's that's even worse. Yeah. 
Do you think he had Chipotle? I don't want to talk about that. That's the road I don't want to go down. Batman Arkham Origins is coming out soon, and now we know who is voicing the Joker, and sadly it's not Mark Hamill. No, we talked about this guy uh, a couple weeks ago. Troy Baker. Yeah, he did Slimer's voice. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the people that did Slimer's voice. A few of them. Um, people weren't sure about this. Everybody was like, oh, no, we, we can't have – we need Mark Hamill, which honestly, I remember listening to Mark Hamill on Fat Man on Batman, Kevin Smith's podcast, and him saying, well, he only said he didn't – he wasn't going to do another Joker because he didn't think he was going to get another opportunity to. Well, I remember him saying he wasn't going to do it. And then people are like, well, what if they make a movie of The Killing Joke? And he's like, oh, okay, well, then, yeah, then I'll do it. Right. right. <laughs> and they're like, well, what if they make another Arkham Asylum game? I think this might even have been before Arkham City. And he's Arkham like, City. okay, well, yeah, I'll do that, too. <laughs> he's like, like oh, I'm not okay. going to do a third Arkham game. That's just silly. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to speak The Joker again unless I want to. Well, apparently this guy uh, at Comic-Con read a piece of The Killing Joke. And he did a fantastic job. The world's first commercially available cyborg has just hit the markets. Is it a sex bot? No. Let's let's make sure we're clear on the definition of what a cyborg is. Like there's artificial dif- intelligence. No. Uh, part human no. or okay, part living. Stop. Part orga- yeah. There you go. There's. I'm gonna get it right eventually if I just guess enough from talking. <laughs> It's artificial artificial intelligence. I mean, uh, a program, a virus, a, a, a half living, half machine. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Bingo. So there's like, yeah, a robot is you know like a machine that that does tasks and shit. An android is like a machine designed to in, in, imitate a man in a way or a woman, a human. A cyborg is actually something living. That is also part machine. So that means you can purchase a living creature that's also part machine. They're, they're cockroaches. Living cockroaches that they surgically enhance with cybernetics. That you can remote control with your iPhone. Okay, this is awful and all, and I do want to get to this, but just want to put it out there. We're one piece closer to having the Teen Titans. Basically, what we're looking to do, I mean, it's, we're, we're working on roaches, but we want to put together the Teen Titans. We still need a Robin. We still need a Raven. That girl from the Disney Channel does not count. She doesn't have the powers either. She is so Raven, but... Not the right kind of Raven. But seriously, dude, it's creepy, man. I watched a video, and in the video, they, like, kind of, like, stick the wings, like, pull them back and stick them down with like sticky tack to hold them aside and they like uh, they Im- they put a chip on its back like implant a uh, chip onto its back they uh stick a wire into its thorax they clip ow? clip one of its antennas and then they put like this like little you know like circuitry well, and stuff on top to the rest of the group <laughs> i don't think it does then it's just uh, sold as a product and you uh, remote control it and you can make it walk around how awful is that that's like Okay, this is a living organism. It may be a cockroach, but still. You, Say what you want about cockroaches. No one wants cockroaches in their home. That's completely well, apparently understandable. Apparently they do now. Like, this is a way they're selling cockroaches to people. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but, I mean, that's totally, like, 
Yeah, but these things are miracles of evolution. We, we've all heard how cockroaches would be one of the most likely creatures to survive in any type of, like, natural disaster that wiped out life, more or less. Not anymore, because if there's no people to control them... Yeah, they're not just bugs that, like... Dude, and they're, they're, they actually are clean animals when you really get down to Honestly, it. Honestly, like, they're actually pretty important to the ecosystem. Yeah. They? You know, I, I don't want cockroaches in my apartment. I'm not, I'm not no, you know, going that far. No, but I don't mind them living in the jungle. I don't mind them existing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, we're not talking about getting rid of cockroaches. We're talking about taking living creatures and operating on them and remote controlling them against their will. And mind you, mind you, when you buy this cockroach, it is still living. Yeah, dude, in the video, one of the researchers was saying, like, you know, people are saying, obviously, there's worries, like, oh, could, you know, this happening to people and stuff. And he's like, oh, that's nowhere near with what we're doing. Like, there's no there's no way that that could happen with this technology. All and, we're uh, trying to do is have some fun. And besides that, we're not, like, aiming to do that. And that's not even, like, and it's like, so what's the dude, point? but what's that's the not, th- you are already taking a living creature and completely violate, dude, we're the yurks. And just because you're not going to do that, like, do you understand how technology and scientific advances work? You build upon... Did you invent the idea of circuitry and wires and remote controls and iPhone apps? Like, no, you built upon the fucking technological advances that came before you. And then you, you stood on the shoulders of giants, you packaged it, you, you slapped it on a lunchbox, and you're selling it. And now you want to sell it. And you're selling it on a lunchbox? It's, sorry, Ian Malcolm. Uh, got carried away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but seriously, seriously, just because you're not using the technology to enslave humans doesn't mean that this technology is not going to be built upon and advanced. That's what technology is. I just feel like we're a few pieces away from a Michael Crichton novel. But you know what? Even let me defend myself a little bit too and say that like I'm not even – this is – What are you defending yourself from? I well, I'm uh, not, defend, yeah, not defending myself, but like – Defending I d- the cockroaches? I do want to say Who's going to speak like, for the cockroaches? This is really cool technology. This is awesome that we are able to do this. And maybe – and I'm not, I'm not placing any type of fucking stance on this, but maybe if there was an experiment done where they're like, wow, it's been proven that we can do this with a cockroach – in an experiment right. done. So that still is that still is cruel. Like you still just stuff. fucked with a cockroach. But this is it's a whole bunch then. of living animals that are being sold like this is marketed and sold to people. Like this isn't like one isolated incident that happened in a laboratory for the advancement of science and like that was it. And you know what I mean? This is no, this, this is, is a product. Yeah, and I'm wondering what happens? Do they eat? Do you still feed them? Do they fucking like eat even like oh. they have to. But Let's, let's just put it this way. This makes you worse than that boy down the street that was ripping legs off of insects. Yeah. Where's you, PETA on this one? Get get your fucking ass up, For real, PETA. if Obama get off gets your ass. the shit for swatting at a fly, you should really get on these people for making cockroaches into toys. Just the Facts, portrayed by Michael Keaton, B. 
Beetlejuice is a debaucherous ghost who specializes in what he calls freelance bioexorcism, getting rid of the living for other ghosts. He is the main antagonist of the 1988 film of the same name. Fucking Beetlejuice. We all know him. He was originally envisioned by writer Michael McDowell as a winged demon that takes the form of like a short homicidal Middle Eastern dude. The original first like two drafts of this movie were way darker than oh the yeah final they were a lot more violent a lot less fun he wanted to rape Lydia he didn't want to marry Lydia it, it was it was listed more as a horror wasn't it I think originally, so originally they were intending more for a horror movie than for a horror comedy he couldn't be controlled by saying his name it was basically they brought him into the world and he was loose and he was killing people and fucking shit up I think he could take a whole bunch of different forms and i think in one draft of the script there was a form that was like the form that we know but his real form was the winged demon and his main form was the short middle eastern dude there was also a second child nine-year-old kathy Dietz, who beetlejuice actually kills in the form of a rabid squirrel that's a really weird way to kill somebody yeah it was a fucked up movie originally I honestly think I kind of want to see this movie. I think maybe you can maybe you can find the script. I don't know. I'm not talking about the script. I want to see this movie made. Well, I want to see a rabid squirrel find, kill somebody. Find the script. Well, I mean, those are two different things. <laughs> if 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 all you want to see is a rabid squirrel kill kill somebody, I cut know. cut out the middleman. There's no reason to make get this movie made just to satisfy that urge. I should just go out into the. Woods. I know a guy who knows a guy. <laughs> So Beetlejuice, uh, yeah, he can levitate, he can fly, regenerate, shapeshift, teleport, just conjure objects, possess people. He has a tendency to shapeshift. It seems like sometimes it's not even at will, like with shit that he's saying. Almost like, yeah, when he does a pun, when he says a pun, he accidentally shapeshifts. It's like (laughs) he can't control his shit, basically. It just happens. So I guess you could say he's kind of shifty. And then see if that happened, he would turn into, like, shifting tectonic plates or something. I don't know. (laughs) Why why wouldn't you just Or no, he'd probably turn into a a shift, like a gear shift. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Because I don't drive. (laughs) That's what happens when you don't drive. I'm thinking four gears. Oh, plates. Tectonic plates? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you're right. A a gear, like, yeah, that'd be perfect. What are you? Oh, I'm shifting tectonic plates. (laughs) (laughs) This is the joke we wrote in. He, of course, resides in the neither world, which is kind of like, you know, the afterlife, but demons, ghouls, goblins, ghosts, all sorts of weird shit lives there. He can be summoned to the outer world, which is our world, by saying his name three times, and he can likewise be banished the same way back to the neither world. Yeah, and that kind of seems like a bitch. He obviously can't control it himself, or else he could just go at will course he can't actually speak his own name he loves eating bugs which is live bugs weird. uh maybe he is kind of outraged about this cockroach oh technology. he'd be pissed could you imagine him taking a like, bite into a cockroach I, and it shocks yeah. him he's like ah. he's like really oh. you're you're fucking my food source here <laughs> whoa not cool you're fucking my food source here <laughs> perfect fun fact he's a blutophobic which uh, isn't that like you're afraid of being clean? Yeah, he has yeah fear of like cleanliness, bathing. 
Yeah. I, I feel like I know a few Blutophobes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think everyone knows at least down one. Just back alley, uh, see some homeless people. Maybe they're, well, they're that's not, not fair. Yeah, I mean, no, I think well, I think most homeless people lack the the convenience of a personal bathing receptacle. I don't think it's it's a fear and a deep seated discomfort with it. I still say that I feel like I know people that might be ablutophobic and they have the opportunity to stay clean. Did you know that Beetlejuice single handedly made the Nightmare Before Christmas happen? No. Yeah, uh, that was actually an idea that Tim Burton had for a long time, and Disney wanted to kind of put it into, like, a short film or a show or something, and it just, they, they just kept scrapping it, and it wasn't until the pot, they saw how popular Beetlejuice was that they're like, you know what, Tim, go ahead and do it. Awesome. We'll make it a feature film. Nightmare Before Christmas is amazing. Yeah, originally, because um, his original story for that whole thing was in, like, 82. I just I just thought that was really cool, and I, I want to thank Beetlejuice for that. Thank you, Beetlejuice. Thank you, BJ. Beej. Like, like, when I say BJ, I feel like I should, I'm talking like Harley Quinn, like, thanks, Mr. BJ. <laughs> Interesting little. I mean, it has more to do with the movie and the in the world than the character himself. But did you know that the sandworms actually live on the moon Titan, the one of Saturn's moons, that whole desert area where the sandworms jump out of? That did they mention that in the movie? No, I think it's mentioned in the script. Maybe that is interesting. So that's on Saturn. It's on Titan, one of Saturn's moons. Oh, okay. So apparently Saturn's moon Titan is just a giant ball of sand, or are they just saying that? Like, is it a? Is it? Has it been? Do we have we seen it? Pictures of this moon? Does it look like that? And that's, I doubt they got it. that from. Or they were just like, yeah, you know, I guess it's on Titan. It's just like pick something. Yeah, dude, it's just a, it's just a movie. <laughs> so his name is kind of a point of contention. In the film, his name is spelled. B-E-T-E-L-G-E-U-S-E, which from now on we ref- which from now on we will refer to as the astrological spelling because it's named oh, yeah. after the star. In the animated series, though, it's spelled B-E-E-T-L-E-J-U-I-C-E, you know, Beetle Juice. Yeah. And there's debate as to how this character's name is actually spelled. Uh, the movie title is Beetlejuice. The the with the juice. What, what would we call that? J-U. Yeah, the you know the juice spelling. The Beetlejuice's actual actual commercials spell not the not the commercials for the movie, but commercials for the toys. Come on, no. <laughs> Beetlejuice's actual commercials that advertise his bioexorcism services spell it the astrological way and the credits of the movie spell it the astrological way some people theorize that Beetlejuice can't actually spell his name correctly cuz he can't speak his name so he probably can't write his name either well, so that maybe that he spells it wrong at writing either he's he's kind of he's not high in the academic world Oh yeah. 
it's, it's worth noting that Beetlejuice, of course, is also the name of a star. It's an Arabic word, generally translated as either like hand or shoulder or armpit of Osiris, because it's in the constellation of Osiris. Right. That's that was the first constellation I ever really knew. Like I, I knew that one before the Big Dipper. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, I, know which constellation I knew first. Well, I was like, that was a big interest of mine when I was younger. Younger. It was probably Cassiopeia. But it was mostly because I just, just liked going joking. into that giant dome. Dude, I loved that. The planetarium. planetarium. Hell yeah, dude. That shit was so cool. You, you go in and, like, there's stars everywhere, man. Right. And I know, like, <laughs> I don't know about you, but every time it's like, all right, now put the one with all the drawings on them, with the lines connected. <laughs> I want to see all the actual pictures of the, st- of the of the constellations. Now play some Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> Cue the laser light show. Mr. Beetlejuice was born to Nat Juice and Bee Juice. Bee Juice being his overprotective mother who loves being tidy and clean. Rebellious son, I guess. And Nat Juice, his workaholic dad, constantly wants Beetlejuice to get a job. Frankly, doesn't he have one as a bioexorcist? Right? Come on, dude. <laughs> That is a legitimate like, job, just because he's a freelance <laughs> dad, worker. I'm, I'm doing me. <laughs> <laughs> and his dad works in a neck bolt factory. He's yeah. like a Frankenstein's monster type creature. Sorry, not all of us are in it to get that gold watch after 40 years. He also has a brother named Donnie Juice, who's kind of like the polar opposite of Beetlejuice. Clean yes. and tidy and kind and Isn't he, uh, respectful. He's like a super nice, annoying kid. Yeah, he's a little too nice. A little too nice for my my take. My... At one point, he worked for Juno, the afterlife caseworker that Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis went to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's had a bunch of jobs. He's just not good at keeping them. Yeah, he left that job with her to become a freelance bioexorcist. He was like, you know what? Fuck this. Working's for the stiffs. And then he gets stiff. <laughs> he has a sentient green car named Doomy, aka the dragster of doom. <laughs> Which... That is pretty freaking awesome, though. Can of course fly. Uh, Doomy's generally really happy and benevolent, but because it was accidentally given an abnormal carburetor, it turns into a werewolf car whenever it sees <laughs> a dog, and then uh, chases the dog and and runs it over. Yeah, probably. Basically. Uh, so I was just about to say, uh, the name seems kind of ironic unless you're a dog. Why? Because he's a happy, he's a happy-go-lucky car, but, <laughs> but yeah. he's a dog murdering son of a bitch. <laughs> so after being hired by a ghost couple, the Maitlands, Beetlejuice tried to solidify his place in the outer world by attempting to marry the teenage loner goth girl, Lydia that lived in the house the Maitlands haunted uh, and of course their relationship was originally antagonistic but uh, somehow you know through the miracle of friendship Beetle and Beetlejuice and Lydia later became the bestest of friends which is weird considering she doesn't so he's like straight friends owned it he's yeah. like I want to marry you okay we're best friends well he was just trying to use her to, to you know get out 
they were like, you've been dead for too long. He, he actually, it's unknown when Beetlejuice died. That's but, a story, I think. Yeah, or, or how old he is or when he was born. But he lived through the Black Plague. Uh, he supposedly caught every ailment known to man, from the Black Plague to werewolf disease. So that's a real thing, werewolfism. Yeah, supposedly he's still getting over that one. <laughs> I, it's interesting, though, because in the cartoon, his parents have pictures of them with him as a baby. And that doesn't make sense because he's a ghost. Right. He at one time was alive and died. So are his netherworld parents, like, were, were they just a family forever? And that's actually what he looked like as a human baby? <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think so. No, probably not. That's that's ghost baby. So that's interesting. Then again, maybe it's just... Uh, I mean, and it's neither world, not nether world. But maybe it's just in the neither world, things are more symbolic. And, you know, obviously you're a ghost. You start looking spooky and freaky and creepy like a ghost. It's probably that, you know, their house just has family pictures in it because it's the neither world. Yeah, sure. I don't ne- know. Neither man. world pictures. I don't know, man. Come on. You know what it probably is that the writers didn't give a shit. <laughs> I think that was just like. You know what? There's a fa- they're a family. Honestly, none of that made sense to me, but uh, it worked for comedy, I guess. Throughout his life, he has racked up a few enemies. Oh yeah. Yeah, one being Scuzzle the Clown, basically Beetlejuice's rival. Yeah, basically Scuzzo is a lot like Beetlejuice. They're constantly trying to outprank each other. <laughs> Dramatic. Uh, another one is the mighty James Pondscum. He's a secret agent with a license to prank. And he's alive? And he pranks? He's a secret <laughs> agent that pulls pranks? Next he's not, enemy. Well, I mean, alive in the neither world. Next enemy. Okay, so he's he's not alive? He's right. just a neither world dude? And he he's one of those, oh, I like to prank. Next enemy. Fuck a secret agent that pulls pranks. That's He blames stupid. Beetlejuice. I'll, he tries to get away with it. I'll buy into a lot of things. I won't buy into that shit. A secret agent that pulls pranks. No, it, he's the secret agent of pranks. That's his license, yeah. Beetlejuice hasn't gone to get his license, I guess. Uh, there is lip scum, which is just basically a talking pair of lips. That's the most annoying thing in the world. It's actually the only thing more annoying than Beetlejuice. In the neither world. I don't know if I'd go that far, yeah. Apparently the only person that, you know, isn't annoyed by Beetlejuice is Lydia. Speaking of Lydia, he also has some other friends. Uh, Jacques Laline, a French skeleton bodybuilder. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> bodybuilder Bonjour. with no body. <laughs> I see what they did there. Bonjour, Beetlejuice. There's Ginger, the tap dancing spider. We all remember her. Yeah, she <laughs> she's uh kind of a scaredy cat. There's the monster across the street, the big hairy monster cowboy with the dog named Poopsie, big devil horn dog. Woohoo, he Poopsie. <laughs> that um, was so trying to be a southern accent and it turns to like awful singing. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then like, there was the sappy face ghouls, the three Girl Scouts in the Netherworld. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like uh, little those little girls. They'd always help him out. Don't. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> so, Craig. Yeah, it, Nathan. If you take the Universal Studios ride into account as canon, is it a ride or a show? Oh, both. It was uh, Beetlejuice's Rock and Roll Graveyard Review. You know, R-E-V-U-E, not review. Like, not a review of right. a movie. Review. Well, if you take that into account and consider it as canon, then Beetlejuice takes place in the same universe as the Ghostbusters, uh, who he's seen to possess and make them, like, dance and sing, like, I'm too sexy for my shirt. And so, Beetlejuice too sexy has for my proton the pack. Did he do that? I, no. I, that's so. Oh, yeah, he made him like, sing did, that. He did. He really did make him sing that song. Them? Yes, yes. He didn't actually say the proton pack line. I made that part up. But yes, he made them sing "Right Said Fred." That's such a shame. He missed an opportunity. And so you know that means he takes place in the same universe as the Ghostbusters, and apparently he also takes place in the same universe as the classic Universal monsters, who are also seen also at Universal in the ride. They're on. In the Beetlejuice the ride, Beetlejuice yeah. Ride. This makes you wonder, I mean, are all the Universal Monsters, do all of them take place in the same universe? Because from part two and on, the Child's Play movies were distributed by Universal Studios. Oh. So, I mean, it might be a stretch, but if no. all the Universal Monsters are taken to exist in the same universe, and in Bride of Chucky, we see that Chucky, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger all exist in the same universe, then that means that every single character that we've done this year on ScarePoint exists in the same universe. We just blew your fucking minds. And no, was, that wasn't planned, I swear. There was no plan to this. This just happened. Honestly, you're sitting there telling me that, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I didn't know you're gonna say that, and I didn't even make this connection. But like, my jaw's just dropping as you were talking. I'm like, oh, I know exactly where he's going with this. And interestingly enough, Abbott and Costello are also in this universe. We were the kings of wishful thinking. Now we're the kings of making shit happen. <laughs> what did we make happen? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Great connections! <laughs> I don't know, they stop paying me. So listen, guys, we want you to exist in our shared universe. Ah. Uh... Please, our shared universe of social media. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, is... it's, no, this is no laughing matter. This is, <laughs> this is a serious thing. Facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. It is... For just four cents a day. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything. You can help keep two podcasters going. I mean, if you would like to give us four cents a day, that'd be fucking sure, dope. Sure, why not? But no, it's just, cool. Just no money. one review. No one money. Rating. Likes our currency in our world. We just need you to yeah. like our Facebook page. We also would like it. If you liked our YouTube channel and subscribe to it, youtube.com slash fairpointpodcast. Follow us on Twitter, at fairpointpod. Please, please. I need followers. And I'm like, kind of like slacking. Send us emails and let us know what you want to see, what kind of topics you want us to cover. 
if if we fucked up details, let us know we fucked up details. If you have a response to something, let us know. We will respond to it. We will give it uh, your opinions airtime if they are deemed worthy. Absolutely. And if we have made a mistake, you have to let us know so we can, you know, put our foot in our mouth and just take it. Yeah, the the easiest way is just to send us an email, fairpointpodcast at yahoo dot com or the Facebook. Facebook's really easy. But just too. remember, Twitter, Twitter, it's all really easy. I mean, YouTube's really the only one that's. I mean, that's easy too. I don't. I guess it's all easy. Yeah, Internet's just easy. like the easiest thing in the world. Like it's all basically the same thing. Also, keep an eye on secretroommultimedia.com, dot com. All you cyclopses out there, everybody else, keep two eyes on it, and any mutants, keep three. Because it's on whoa, its whoa, whoa, whoa! Now you're kind of just like segregating all the over three-eyed people. Any spiders can keep eight eyes on it. Thank you. And uh, yeah, and I guess we'll be back next week with the final edition of Scarepoint 2013. Oh, this has been a successful one. Thank you for your listening. <laughs> Please stupid. show continued support. Thank you for your listenings. From the secret room, I'm Nathan Capisser. And I'm Craig Lewis. We're out.